Bam, 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 bam. We're live. Can I hear you? Yeah. No. No, I can't. Awesome. No. Ooh. No headphones. I'm going to. I'm going to fix this uh, here first. Good morning, Mr. Souza. Good morning. Oh, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I was looking at an article this morning. Um, there's uh, there's some lady, I guess, who ran for the governor of Georgia twice. Mm -hmm. I want to say her name is maybe Stacey Abrams. I wonder if that's her name. Uh, Stacey Abrams. Former Georgia oh. State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her job? Um, Sharon, this chick? Yeah, this chick. Oh, she's an American politician, lawyer, activist. Oh, activist, my favorite. Anyway, she got in trouble. I, or her her brother-in-law just got arrested for sex trafficking. But then I was looking even further into it, and her son. No, no, her the her her brother-in-law's wife is a judge. What a mess. <laughs> what a mess. Oh yeah. my god. How was that Bears game last week? That Bears game last <laughs> week was amazing. I know, especially going into the bye week getting the dub. Nothing like it. Oh good. I was trying I thought maybe there was a bye last week and I was trying to pretend like I was dumb. Oh, you oh okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Dude, where'd you get that? This hat? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the vent, he sent me, uh, he sent me this and a sweatshirt, um, to, uh, to my apartment. Actually, I came in here one day and just saw that there was a package for me, opened it up. Sweet as can be. Dude, I'm outclassed by my, uh, <laughs> I know. I didn't even know we had beaters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh this my God. A, yeah. This and a sweatshirt. I've been, uh, they're in the wash right now. I think I wore it. I think I wore them like five days in a row after, after I got it. It's a good sweatshirt. Oh, that's awesome! Hey, dude, that um, you were on that sh uh, you were on some, you were being interviewed. I think it was at Chicago Bears headquarters by some young lady, mm -hmm. and she was just asking you like the traditional, you know, football. It was like the kind of a real traditional interview, and um, it was just a few days ago. And you're wearing this orange, what I would call a mock turtleneck. Like it's not like the full turtleneck, but it comes up kind of high on your neck. Yeah, yeah. You look huge in that. That's a great look for you. Did you notice yeah. that in the video? You look jacked. I don't think I've seen that video, but I know what shirt. I know what shirt you're talking about. I do know what shirt you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, you look all like your shoulders yeah. are so big they won't even go back. They're, you just yeah. I've been uh I've been on the I've been on the creatine for Cre the last, last two last two months. So I'm like I'm expanding. Are you really taking creatine? Uh yeah. Uh oh, hold. Are they, oh, oh, I am. Hey, who who makes that? Who makes that? Um, God, clean, oh. I don't know. Clean, clean with a K. And did they send that to you for free? Uh, no. This is just what we have at the facility. Oh, is so, I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, it is free. Well, yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. Um. That logo, I think, looks like the first form logo, and it looks like this Wolverine logo. You want to see it again? Sure. 
Yeah, it's like that white and blue line. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and what's the deal with people liking to use the K? You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is that supposed to be cute? Killing. Killing. I mean, K, I mean, it sounds the same, right? Whether there's a C or a K. Oh, this per- I mean, yeah, it does, but it's, I can't tell. If oh, maybe because there's some truth to it. Like it's Cree alkaline. That's how you spell. That's like the mm. chemical that's in creatine. Are you are you smarting us up? Oh, look at see this guy's like uh, Kyle Landis thinks they're just trying to be very cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to get people to have these conversations, just like we're having about their product marketing yeah. strategy. Mm-hmm. Tyson, do you have any sponsors yet? Uh, no, I'm trying to get uh, trying to get Paper Street Coffee uh, on 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 board. What's, did they send Did on? they send you coffee? They did. No, I've actually been drinking it every morning. It's been it's been wonderful. But no, no, you have an you have like a real agent, right? Like who dresses yeah. in nice clothes and has like super white teeth and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Does he? When do you start? Like when are you? When do you do like a deodorant commercial? Or do you start with like a local dealership in Martinsburg? Or like what? When does that happen? Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I think right now it's been, um, you know, especially during the season, running around with your head cut off. It's just been. Uh, autograph signing deals which is i mean i don't know you wouldn't believe what that what, what all that looks like so that's been uh, that's that's been pretty huge for me especially since i got to play that's kind of went through the roof and then um we'll see after the season but um nothing nothing no deodorant commercials uh right now what does that look like someone rolls up with the suitcase a briefcase opens it up there's 50 cards in there you sign them all and then you get money for it yeah, no, it's more like you um, rub them on they, your nipples. Yeah, they'll they'll hit. <laughs> yeah, they'll hit. They'll talk to my agent. Uh, they'll come up with like they'll say X thousand amount of signatures for X amount of dollar each, and then usually the agent will be like, ah, you know what? Let's do this for that, and then they usually come to some agreement, and then um, then they send the signatures to my uh, apartment. Um, but it's it's way more than fifty. It's enough that I haven't even thought about even touching it uh, in the se- in season because it's it's so many. Oh, really? It's gonna be like hundreds of them. Nah. <laughs> so you're just gonna sit there for hours signing and. Yeah, but but the number is. I mean, right now in my in in my life, the the number it's annoying, but it's completely worth it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always. I mean, even coming into the NFL, they said that the. Um, the most amount of money you'll make outside of football is uh, doing uh, autograph signings. So, um, but my, my dad also has gotten, has gotten, has seen what that process looks with that many signatures and has um, started to do some under the, under the table, shady um, uh, autograph signings that aren't nearly as many uh, signings. Oh. oh, I like that. Like some, yeah. some home cooking. Yeah, not me too, because it doesn't. It only takes like thirty minutes. It doesn't take. 50. <laughs> so, so I have this card, and then someone, I'm, I'm kind of making yeah. this up, but not. Yeah, me. yeah. So, so I have this card, and then someone's like, "Hey, that card's like worth," and they said some number. It was something crazy, like five hundred bucks or something. So then mm-hmm. I went, and I asked someone else, and they're like, "No, dude, it's this card," and it's the same fucking card, but it's like your name's in red. 
Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, and then so that red this card's worth 3000 and it's your card, but this T's in red, but it has a signature down here. And then someone yeah. else is like, dude, if he signs it, it makes it less because it damages the card. I'm like, what the no. this is crazy. No. I remember when you said that about the signing it. No, yeah. the signing, the signing it is always uh is always makes it worth more. See, that's what I would think too. Yeah. Well, check this out here. We got you something. Boom. I'm in. Paulina, you're fired. Oh shit. Listen <laughs> for not getting you coffee in time. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> here, let me see which one I've been. I've only opened one. I'm almost done one. It's uh yeah. The the eraser is what I've been drinking mm. for the last month. Hey, and that's the dude. That's the dude who ended up paying for your iPad that you still haven't gotten yet. Oh wow! Yeah, thank you very much. Dude, yeah, thank you very much. That's like, awesome. I don't know. Did you hear that story? The sec I went, I went inside and I pulled the trigger, and then right as I pulled the trigger to buy you the iPad, the phone called, and it was the owner of Paper Street Coffee. He goes, "Hey, I'm going to cover that." Oh, what a guy. What yeah. a good guy. And he That's didn't know awesome. I threw a pair of the Beats headphones in there for you, too, which you still haven't <laughs> yet either. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Awesome. The whole thing. Yeah, Gabe's That's a good awesome. dude. Yeah, did you uh, – you got that address I sent you, right? Everybody yeah, I do have that, that address. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Isn't that still good? Yeah, that, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's just okay. the facility, and then the, they just deliver it all to our locker. So it'll okay. be there. I'm still bugging. Uh, Apple, said, um, Apple sent the thing that the refund is on the way. Okay. Um, you so so it's been chill. You're you're a hundred percent now again. The whole team's a hundred percent. Everyone's been just chilling for two weeks. Um, yeah. So we got done playing Minnesota, and then right after that, we didn't we hadn't um, we didn't have to meet or come to the facility um, until yesterday morning. So um, Monday Monday to Monday. So a nice little week. People went, hung out with their family. Some went on vacation, um, but I got to go back home and hang out with everybody for more than just a couple of days, which was nice. And does the team contact you at all during that time? Like, hey, what's up, dude? Or uh, nothing aside from like the quarterback coach, just you know, making sure we're having a good time, you know, recharging, make sure we stay out of trouble, all the normal, all the normal uh, team stuff. But not, but nothing like we have a Zoom meeting or anything like that. Like. Everybody gets their space. They so when they okay, so just like some text messages. Hey, this is happening, this is happening. Yeah, just like hey, hope you guys are having a good time. I think he was out hunting. He sent a picture of a of a a deer that he had killed, and then he was just like, uh, see you guys in X amount of days. Hope you're having a good time. And are you training? Do you throw the football around? Do you lift weights? Uh I threw I threw twice, but I I got I crossfitted all week which was kind of like ripping the bandaid off because you know, you know that when you get, when you, not that I'm out of shape, but I'm definitely not in CrossFit shape. So, mm -hmm. um, got after it a little bit. And so, um, a little bit sore from that, but, uh, I just get that. That was just fun for me. I just get to do that with my buddies and Ezra. So that was a, it was a pretty sweet week. I'm assuming you've heard this amazing idea your dad has about, are you fitter than Tyson? No, you don't know that that idea. No. Oh. That's one. Of, that's one of his uh, fifty-five ideas. ideas. Dude, yeah. this idea is so good. I already bought tickets for it. What do you mean? It's just oh. <laughs> it's so good. It would. It, it. God, it's so good. What is it? What is it? Shoot it to me. It, it's it's basically like you get a sponsor, like, like the ideal sponsor would be someone like Rogue, right? Who's in the space, 
And basically once a month you do a workout and there's some, and and if you're fitter than Tyson, you're in some sort of club. And the thing Mm -hmm. is, there'd be a lot of people who are quote fitter than you because you're a professional quarterback. You're not a professional CrossFitter, but it would show this, it would show how fit you are. You know what I mean? Like you're doing a five minute Fran and these guys are doing three. Oh, you're no, they won't be fitter than you anyway. All right. Fuck (laughs) that. Like that. You're right, but my my friend is not five minutes. All right, all right, you are right, you are right, you are right, you are right. right. But it would be this cool thing because it would be, it it would show how rooted and how how great you are in your own sport, while at the same in in showing the the just how cool it is that you CrossFit, and yet it would also make all these other people feel good because they beat you in something when you're already. in in this, you know, the, in this one in a billion group anyway. And then it would show this kind of humility on your part that like, Hey, you know, we could, we, we can all get some, um, it's just the synergy between all that shit would be nuts. That is a really, that is a good idea. I do actually, I like that. And it could be kind of like the, it it could be the, you know, part of your brand. Um, I'm I'm fitter than Tyson Bajan. You know what I mean? And it shows like this humility, but then like it it, come Sunday, everyone's like, yeah, that's our boy out there. I just like it. I gave myself a little chills. I don't know. I I like that too. When did he tell you? When did he tell you that? He, uh, every day for the last month. (laughs) 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 We were talking about it again yesterday. I called him yesterday. I said, Hey, guess who I'm having on the show tomorrow? He goes, who? I said, the uh, quarterback for the Chicago bears. He was got all excited. That's awesome. And then, uh, and then we were, he was telling me the story. I don't do it nearly the justification. He said, obviously he pitches it a thousand times better than me. Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, um, I, I, I love the idea. I love what it does for humanity, society, for your brand, for, it's just cool. It's a cool, it's a cool thing. And then of course there can be all sorts of fun shit around it. Prizes, shirts, fan club, the whole, um, but, but for people who want to, you've reached a status where you, you know, in the, in the second grade, it's like my dad can beat up your dad. Well, now it doesn't matter what anyone's better than you at. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I can throw a paper airplane in front of you. Cool. Congratulations. I can do Fran faster. You cool. Congratulations. What do you do? Well, I'm a quarterback. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like you already yeah. got your yeah. Yeah, secured. Yeah. You're yeah. secure. Yeah. You got your nutsack. Uh, what's Tyson's favorite hero? Why Augustus Linky. Don't right, Mur- 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 Murph is a hero wad, right? Yeah. 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 That's like once a year gig. I like, I enjoy that one. I had, a, I got a lot of good memories with that, with, with, with a lot of good buddies. Do you do it with a vest? Uh, I, ha- I have, um, but it's always, we've only had one vest. And so we just kind of rotate throughout the workout who's wearing the vest. Oh. Oh damn, that's ghetto. I've never heard that. That's awesome. <laughs> wow, yeah. the rotating one vest. <laughs> Have you ever heard that, Susan? No, that's the first for me. Yeah. Five dudes in a vest. Damn. <laughs> um oh yeah, but that's always been absolutely perfectly fine for me though. Any if any chance I can get the vest the fuck off of me, I'm like, yeah, here, take it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's wonderful. Hey, what do you think about um, vest training? So this is going to be a little crazy, but um, I, I when I play Avi in tennis now, we play this game called short court, mm-hmm. and, and we just don't play with the back with the back of the court. 
So it's mm-hmm. just a game of finesse. And he started beating me, so I can't beat him. We pay uh, to 11 points best out of 11 games. It takes like an hour. I'm usually beat to fuck. Yeah. Um, so I started putting a four-pound vest on him mm-hmm. to slow him down. You know? mm-hmm. um, did, did you ever do any of that in your training? Do you ever do any of that in your training? Uh, Take snap maybe, the vest on? Yeah, maybe not exactly that, but, I mean, any resistance is good. Like, resistance is good. Um, and I didn't know this till an older age, but assistance is also good. So like training for the uh, combine, there was a lot of, we were doing a lot of resistance training, but we're also doing assistant assistance training as well with like having a band, not pulling you back, but, but springing you forward. Or when we're jumping, having bands that are pulling us down when we're jumping and also helping pulling us up, you know, in another set. You know that are helping us jump higher. Well, so, explain that to me. I'm not. Sh- is yeah. your brain wrapped around it? Yeah, I mean, it was like, like we would do supersets of. Uh, it would be like four rounds. You would do two really heavy deadlifts uh-huh. with a with a hex bar, not a, not a straight bar, uh-huh. and then you would do um, resisted jumps. You would do two vertical jumps resisted, so the bands holding put holding you down to the ground. And then you would go do two assisted jumps where these bands are really high up. You wrap your arms in them and you jump in it. You know, you spring probably 70 inches in the air. But it's also just a quick, it helps with your quick twitch, uh, you know, muscles. Um, and it, I mean, I, I don't know the science behind it. All I know is my vertical jump was insane at the combine. And I've never been known for my hops, you know, a day in my life. So um, that was that was a cool, because when you're doing, I, you know, I think about it like this, when you're doing resistance training and you take it off, you feel a lot faster, but also it's like conditioning your body to move at a slower pace. Uh, uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? So yes, yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I uh, interpreted from, from it all, but it definitely did work. It's funny. Um, We have bands hanging from a pull-up bar in my garage my kids hang from him and do explosive jumping and I always yell them to stop to knock that f- shit off. But, but they're on to something you're saying. Yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a good, it's, it's a good, it's, that, it's a good thing. One of my kids, uh, already banged his head on the pull-up bar. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. From, from doing from doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably don't do that. Anymore. <laughs> need a higher pull-up it's not, bar. It's not that important. It's not that important. How high do they need to jump? You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I, I told you, uh, what your dad said, right? Your dad asked one of your trainers, he showed him a video of my kids mm-hmm. and he said, Hey, uh, what do the, what do you think these kids need to do to be professional athletes? And the trainer looked at your dad and he goes, human growth hormone. <laughs> yeah. The, that was the, uh, that was the, that was Jim Klopman. Jim Klopman said that. Oh, yeah, that's great. And, and his, his whole thing behind it. He is, is he serious? Is he out of no, it? So this like, is like, what, it'll so, be five, nine instead of five, four. If I do that. <laughs> yeah. So he said a lot of the really good, uh, tennis players from other countries yeah you'll like he said he would because he was into tennis at one point i don't know why or with who or how but he was he was involved in tennis in some way shape or form and he said that a lot of the good tennis players from overseas uh their parents give them growth hormone at a young age because he'll look and he'll see this this tall slender lanky tennis player and he'll look and he'll look and see that his both of his parents are five five crazy which is just a crazy, and I mean, supposedly it's, I mean, it's a little bit more drastic than creatine, but you know, creatine has kind of has a bad rap, like 
a little bit like if you don't if you don't study creatine you think that and, and you hear that somebody's giving their teenager creatine you're like oh you're giving your kid steroids what's mm-hmm. wrong with you yeah but really creatine's a, a good supplement i think it's kind of the same thing where hgh isn't going to harm your kid but it's also like you're altering you know what your kid is just naturally gonna uh be built like so that's a yeah, I'd be scared. that's a that's a bit much yeah it's a bit it's a, it's a bit much <laughs> i'll it's take a, a triple dose of creatine yeah sleep no, more than i that. still 10, would not give it to my x. kids though you take you know a 10x dose a 10x dose of how old were you, before you? what took creatine was that in high school you took two it? months ago two months ago i started that was the first time ever yeah i've never taken any supplement ever in my life until um i was just i just kept like thinking about it i was like looking it up Cause it all, like I said, my, my dad was one of those dudes that, uh, you remember JD Fritz? You remember JD Fritz at all? Bear, I okay. know the name. I know the name. Yes. Yeah, all right. So that's, yeah. So it's like my dad's good buddy from way back. So they go way back and Ezra and JD's son are best friends, same age, same grade, everything. And he was giving his son creatine in high school. And I just remember my dad like, oh man, that's, that's, that's messed up. Like, you know, you doing that to your kid? That's crazy. But but really had no reasoning behind why he was saying right. that. Just the just um, the bad rap behind it. So um, yeah, I don't even know where I was going. Where was I going with that? Just talking about whether you should. Be oh yeah yeah yeah. So then that that was just that like turned me off from it. Just hearing my dad talk about it like that, I was just like, oh whatever. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. But you then don't I just started to yeah yeah. And then I just started to do my own research into it. Realized it's the most researched uh, supplement. Mm-hmm in the world and that it's got um you know get, making your muscles look better is like the least cool thing that it does so um i just started I, taking it every day i feel i feel like every single person i know takes creatine yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly you take it Susa? no i have in the past sorry everyone but one and, and my mom him and my he's mom. the weakest yeah. so don't worry about me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not the weakest that is not true yeah. i'll bench press myself <laughs> um the um i had josh bridges on and we were talking he's five five he's a crossfitter mm-hmm. and he was telling me uh, that that he made for him he makes sure that his kids get a good night's sleep so because he thinks that'll make them taller because that's when your body produces human growth <laughs> and i'm like come on dude i mean i i appreciate the sentiment but come on, dude. How about you? Oh, you, he's got him going to sleep at six. Six, <laughs> not. six to six. Yeah, six p.m. Six a.m. They're they're done. False, some false <laughs> dream shit. Oh, dude, he's great. He's he's great. I oh. love watch. I love watching him on Instagram. He's a he's a good person to follow on Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got yeah. some good stuff. All you got to all you got to do is do it every day. I love it when he says shit like that. Yep. I love it. I, you're so cl- it's you're so clean. It really is um, remarkable. No cretin, no fluoride. Yeah, no, I just yeah, I just started juicing two months ago with the cre- with the creatine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's fine. No, I was because I I talked to it a lot with our nutritionist lady, um, at the facility, and she was just like, yeah, I take creatine. Everybody should take creatine. It's actually wonderful. And I was just like, all right, well, I'm gonna start doing this. So you just help me out the first couple of days and, you know, get the ball rolling. I'm going to fuck with you a little bit here because I know this is going to take you down a rabbit hole. But there's something called. Um, there's the precursor to creatine. Um, citrulline. 
citrulline. Is that what it is? Someone, someone will tell me in the com- in the comments. But I read that you're really supposed to take is this supplement called fuck? Is it called citrulline? Let me look it up. Uh, cit uh, citrulline is that? You take it with the creatine? Or oh yeah, yeah, citrulline powder. I heard you're supposed to take citrulline, and then your body will decide whether you need glutamine or or uh, citrulline. Or sorry, glutamine or creatine. So this stuff, citrulline, you take it, and then from there, your body will determine whether you need creatine or glutamine, and it will turn the citrulline into that. So you may want to look into that. This I I have I take well, this is this this is the the generic shit that I buy. I'll show you. And and it's it's the highest rated shit, and it's just a fucking bad. I mean, it's the shit to get you busted at the airport, but (laughs) it's just is it from now sports? It's just that generic bag. They just sell that generic shit. And then and I take what, like, what is your, what would your body have to do for you to know <clears throat> which one you need to take? I don't know, but, but your body supposedly just knows, right? So if you take creatine and you don't need it or you have enough, you know, whatever, you just, it just passes through your body. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're, I think the creatine affects your mitochondria, your, your mitochondria is ability to produce energy. And so okay. th- if it, this, your body gets to choose whether it needs glutamine or, um, uh, Cretan. I don't know. Ch- check it out. Maybe, 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 yeah, fall down, maybe fall down that uh, rabbit hole. Yeah, I definitely will now. Figure out I've been taking the wrong shit for the past two months. Or just ask the lady. Cree Kaleen is nuts. It's on Swolverine's site. I've had it for three months. I can tell a huge difference in my endurance. I take that shit too. Nice. I can't tell. My back still hurts no matter what I do. Low back, low back, upper back. What we got? Yeah, low back. Ah, oh, yeah, there's nothing fun about that. No. You know, it's funny. Every year for the past four or five years of my life, at one point or another, I've sh- I've I've strained the muscles in my back around my rib cage. So mm. when I when I breathe and expand <laughs> and expand those muscles, it is like it's pretty much the worst thing ever for three days. And it just it subsides on its own. Yeah, and then it just kind of slowly goes away. It's one of those things where you're you're hurt, not injured, but when you're not warmed up, you can't really like you have no uh, rotation ability. You have to like stay still and turn anytime you need to look to your left or right. And breathing, breathing, you just it makes you breathe a little. It makes you be- it makes you belly breathe because if you just regular chest breathe and it expands like that no fun and you can't do anything when your back is messed up that's also like the back is the back is the main puzzle piece i was just i was my kids were showering yesterday they called me in there to help them shower i was just in there helping them shower and all of a sudden i just felt electricity firing all over my back i'm like fuck me but that's uh yeah you can't ever you don't ever it's always the most random thing that that sets it on fire too it's like it's crazy do do you take any any uh anti-inflammatory when you have that you take advil or ibuprofen or you don't mess with any of that um no i think i just no i don't i just let it kind of go away on its own and just stretch and stuff the only time i take at uh ibuprofen is when my uh like my forearm and it, it like flares up into my elbow from when i throw a little bit too much like I'll do that because there's I've never been able to do anything stretching or massage wise to um, get that to go down in the at the speed that I needed to so I could be ready for like the next day. So that's the only time that I'll do the ibuprofen. 
you, you um after you asked me about fluoride i've fallen down this crazy rabbit hole now yeah and i've started actually developing my own tooth powder <laughs> i go. can't wait for you <laughs> oh, to what try you sent me right is, is that is that what you sent me did i send you that stuff you sent me uh you sent me some toothpaste or powder that was fluoride free at it i was have you seen maybe, it yet did I actually send it to you? I think you sent it. I think you sent it to you sent me a picture of it on text message. Oh, okay. Well, basically, I, I should send you a jar of that. I told Susie I'd send him a jar last week. I still haven't, but um oh, I just can't wait for you to see it. I, we we started making making it. It's basically just um it's like brushing your teeth with mud. Yeah. But it's yeah, killer. So you you've done it. It's all it's all good. Dude, like it's it? so great. My kids love it. Everyone loves it. First, I started seeing my mom and my sister, and I'm like, God, God damn, their teeth are nice, and they're not like that yeah. fake fucking like I work. I'm on Fox News white. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like blue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's basically ground up eggshells, salt, um, baking soda, and uh, uh, charcoal, like carbon, and you just dip your tooth, your brush into it, and you brush your teeth, and your teeth feel fucking incredible, and they look incredible. That's yeah, I'm awesome. yeah, yeah. I've heard about the charcoal thing uh, before, but that that's pretty cool. I've never heard of the eggshell thing. What's up with that? I guess it just scrapes your teeth. I don't know, but yeah. it, but it's nice. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm gonna be rich and be like, I inspired that guy to. So <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Send me send me some of that. I'm I'm game. I'm game for that. CEO toothpaste coming soon. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. What is it? What is it? CEO toothpaste. It's gonna be a jar, and I'll say, C "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm so I love that. Brush your teeth that. like a boss. CEO toothpaste. Tyson, um, the you played three games, three games, and then and then like and then part of that other game that you entered. Uh, four games and part of that other game. Okay, and then now you haven't played for two games. What do you what do you do on the sideline? Are you are you, are you sense your jaw getting tight? Do you feel yourself doing shit like this and? Yeah, no, I just try to be super helpful, try to be super, uh, just, um, just try to look for any little thing that I can uh, relay uh, to Justin uh, to help him out. And then I also, I'm still, I'm still just playing the game, but just on the sideline, like I'm calling the play, I'm calling the play to myself, looking at, you know, whatever we're supposed to look at, given the play that's called, um, and just still staying about as ready as I possibly can without actually getting uh, those those game reps. Um, but then, yeah, just the same thing. But instead of playing, I'm just trying to be as helpful as possible. So, so literally on the sideline, you'll have the helmet on and you'll hear the play get called. And then you'll kind of pretend like you're out there as Justin takes it. You'll be like a 37, 54 dog. Whistle. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he'll call. And, then you, and then you look on the field every play and decide who you would have passed it to or how you would have handed it off. Uh, yeah, it's more so when we have a run play. Usually when we have a run play, it's two run plays and we're looking for something specific for the defense to do that would get us out of the first one to the second one. So I'll just call the play and then I'll go up and I'll be like, okay, yeah, we're good to run the first one. Or, hey, yeah, we need to get we need to run to the second one and just try to play the game like that. And then if we've got a pass play, then I usually just kind of pay try to pay attention to what the defense is doing, what coverage they're doing, uh, if they're signaling anything that and then. Um, um, just kind of then looking at the iPads after the drive and kind of getting a feel for what I may, I may have done or um, if that would have been different from him or, or the same, which usually it ends up being pretty similar. 
Do oh it does. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah. Yeah. Um do they tell you to do that or you've just come up with doing that on your own? I no, nah, it just makes me feel better. It just makes me feel feel more prepared, ready to go ready to uh, more ready to go in if 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 if, if I'm needed. I wonder what other quarterbacks do. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if he does this. I wonder if Justin or the other guys do the same thing when you were out there. I mean, it seems like the the smartest thing to do to keep you sharp. It's like kind yeah. of you're playing virtually, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's that. That's crazy. I, I, do they know you're doing that? Do you talk to your coaches and you're like, "Hey, this is what." I don't. Maybe they see. I think they they might see or hear me doing it. I don't know if they know. So you actually exactly. call the plays out loud. You actually say them out loud. Yeah. Because if we're in a noisy place, I'll just like practicing saying I'll just practice the volume in which I'm saying it as well. Like mm-hmm. I won't I'll, I won't maybe be as loud when we're at home because I don't need to be as loud. Like on the um, on the sideline, I might say it a little bit softer. But like, you know, the game, the past two games that we played at Detroit and Minnesota, it's been pretty loud indoor stadium. So I've just been barking the play. Um so that I don't, I don't, I'm not like surprised with the volume that I need to speak at if I need to go in. And are you, are you warmed up pretty much all, the whole time for three hours on the sideline? Yeah, I just try to, yeah, I try to stay as loose as possible. I do a pretty good job getting uh, a workout in pregame, which usually lasts me at least till about halftime, and then just make sure I stay, you know, in between drives. I'm stretching or stretching and throwing, uh, just so I can, so I'm not like super cold if i need to go in hey when you go in your locker room at halftime are, are there things in there for people to stay warm like are there just like rows of assault bikes or just shit like that where dudes would sit on and just slow pedal or anything like that there's uh, they have all of that on the sideline in the but halftime is so short that um you know you really just go in there and talk about corrections talk about what you're doing good what you need to do better and then it's only like you're only in there for about three minutes. So oh. you kind of oh. do that real quick. And then you come back out. You have another three minutes to get loose before it starts again. So whatever whatever your routine is, I usually just do a couple sprints and then throw like 20, 25 passes. Um, and then, I'm you know, you're already kind of warm just because you've been moving around, running all day. So uh, it's not it's not too extensive. But there are bikes like on the sideline. There, if you need stretch or anything, there's a million people on the sideline that can do that for you. Um, just things like that. Do you use that that service, the uh, stretching service? No, no, I don't. I mean, I now the New Orleans game. I for the first time ever, like I I was running around a lot that game, and I, and I'm screaming the play, and I'm sweating, and I'm yelling, and all that. So I almost caught a cramp in the game for the first time. Like I ran out of bounds and I felt like my right calf almost cramp up. And I was like, Oh, sh-. like, you know, mm-hmm. I never felt that before. Uh, I, the only time I've ever caught a cramp is like when I'm sleeping in bed and I maybe trained hard that day. Yeah. I just wake myself up cause I caught a cramp in my hamstring or my quad or something like that. Um, so I had to use the nutrition people like on the sideline. I just told them I was cramping and they, brought me like 17 things to choose from that'll help me with cramps, just pickle juice, mustard, you know, this drink, that drink. So I just kind of, that's the only time I've had to stand for cramping. Like, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. They had like 10 different things. They were like, all right, well you could do this, 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 just, what'd you do? I did the pickle juice and then it was like this cherry, cherry lime, 
it was pretty bad. It actually tasted really bad. Uh, but it was like this cherry lime salt drink mm. that that like a like a squeezable thing that you just take like a like a shot, I guess. I guess both of them were and then um, just a little bit of Gatorade and water. And then they said that I should be fine and I didn't catch a cramp. Hey, did you eat it all during the game? Um, no. Chew gum? I chew gum. With, I chew gum. Uh, they actually have this energy gum in the locker room. So pre-game, I'll usually uh, crush a stick of that, and it uh, gets me. It's kind of like just drinking a cup of coffee. It gets me fired up. There's caffeine well. in it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Jeez, Louise, there's some crazy questions in the um, comments. I don't think he does that count for the game. <laughs> but definitely not on the sideline. Like, how are you? Twenty-one. Uh, twenty-three. Oh, okay. Well, you could probably see some of these comments. Hey, does anyone chew tobacco out there? Do dudes chew uh, nicotine out there? Um, no, no they... not that I, not that I've noticed. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, no. Is there a policy against it? Yeah, I don't. I think I don't think you. I don't think you're allowed to. But I also not not too sure. I just know I've never seen anybody spitting on the sideline or anything like that. Well, now they have it, so you don't even need to. Now they just got these little white bags where you just put it in there, and you could just. I know. Yeah, those in. I I don't. I know. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody do that like during the game either or anything, but I know what you're talking about. Cause that is like a, that was a popular thing back home. Uh, my senior year. Those little Zen pouches. Yeah. Don't ever fuck with nicotine, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Too hard uh, to quit. Too hard to quit. Yeah. Yeah. Too hard I'm to good. Quit. I'm good. Too hard to quit. There, There's a whole planet full of women. Anything that's all. As a man, that's the only in Creighton, Creighton and women. Those are the only supplements. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyson, um, you know, like if, if I took you, if, if we went and played darts, like before you threw, or we went and threw axes or something or some sort of throwing game, you'd probably like aim. Yeah. But now when you throw a football, you don't aim, right? You trust. How, how, well, how, how do you aim? I, I learned this thing. I don't know who taught it to me, but at some age that whatever I look, I don't have to worry about telling my body to do anything. If I'm throwing something, I just look at it. Yeah. And yeah. My- I guess, yeah. That's a part of it. And I think it's just all like, I mean, you can't, there is no aiming, I guess you're subconsciously aiming without yeah. thinking about it, but more than anything, you're just reacting and flowing. Like you, I mean, I found the ball like so many times just this year alone like let alone my whole life, like millions of passes. So it's like at, at, at some point, at a certain point, you're just, instead of aiming, you're just, you know, and it's happening too fast. So it's all just reactive. And that is, a, I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah, I actually, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't, I'm not conscious about my aiming. I'm just kind of reacting to, to the plays and what, what's given to me. Are you, can you throw a grape up and catch it in your mouth? Yeah. You can't, and you're good at it? Yeah, I could probably. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and and then so that that's where you start when when you come out of your comfort zone, like throwing a football, or for me throwing a frisbee. That's when you start really noticing, right? Because you throw a grape up in, and like I have no idea how to do that, but for some reason, if I keep my eyes on it, it's going in my mouth. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah. that's the only yeah. trick. I just watch it with my yeah. eyes. Yeah, I don't try to catch it's, it with my mouth. I don't do nothing yeah. like that. I just open I my feel, mouth yeah. the can and stare at it, and my body yeah. and then my body my body automatically moves. 
Yeah, yeah. I've never told anybody this, and it's probably because it's a little strange. Um, but I like everything I do. I like try to have like a good aim, like with everything I'm doing. Like no matter what I'm throwing, if I'm like, and okay, the example I'm gonna give. I'm a big I'm a big spitter. Like when I'm outside, you know, I'm working out. I'm spitting. I'm on a walk. I'll spit. It's a habit. I think just I just watch my dad spit, like just without even having anything in his mouth, just spit outside, you know, always at football practice. I have a spit. crazy story about your dad and spitting. Someone spit on our pizza one time in front of your oh, dad. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. not, oh, that yeah, was that's not good for that person. I'll tell you afterwards though. Okay, go yeah. ahead. But so I'm, so when I'm walking around just by myself, I'll see something on the ground and I'll see if I, and it'll be like five feet away. And I'll just be like, I wonder how close I can get to that leaf right there. And sometimes, like, I've gotten so good now, now, you know, 23 years of spitting, I, I can usually be pretty accurate with wow. where I spit. Wow. And that, so that's like a little aim thing of just like not even just I think everything that I do, I'm just like trying to be accurate. And then I think that just because of I've always been a quarterback. So that basically the premise of my job is to be accurate. So every little thing I do, I try to be accurate. I got a thing of socks that are dirty in the dirty laundry basket yeah. 10 yards away, I'll just see how accurate I could be. Or if somebody's knees thrown in the trash, I'll just see how accurate I can be. Just, you know, little, little shit like that. Yeah. The, the um, spitting thing's interesting too, because spitting's, um, there's like different, different techniques for spitting and then like different, depending also on what kind of spit you have in your mouth. Like six spit is yeah. more fun to spit than just regular saliva spit because you got some, got some density to it. Yeah, yeah, your mom, anyone, your mom ever yell at you for spitting? Um, no, my, my mom's not usually around when I'm in when I'm it able must. to spit because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's usually like I'm outside, like working out or uh, at football practice or something like that. Um, can, can you gleek? Do you know what gleek <laughs> is? You can do yeah. that. Yeah, I, I became a professional at that shit in like middle school. Wow, I could never I get like, that down. I couldn't do that either. That yeah, you know, it's fine. I did it in middle school for like a year straight, and then I did not do it at all in high school. And I remember in college, I was like, "Damn, I forgot all about that. I wonder if I can still do it." But I couldn't do it how I did it in middle school. I, it was like I, I don't know something. The, in my face structure had changed or something like that it was yeah. i had to it was like it, it became like a new way of doing it like i had to do it differently Adjust but i was still able to do it yeah it was like a different technique by the time i relearned uh to do it what what is, what is going on with gleek and i've never it, that's just your saliva gang that's the same shit like if you put food in your mouth and you produce saliva it's just those glands but you're just using it like a squirt gun yeah exactly like the squirt gun that, yeah. That's how I think about it, but I don't. I I couldn't describe it to you. I don't know. It's like some certain pressure that you got to put with the back of your tongue on your teeth or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The tip. Yeah. People, we, my friends have tried to spend fucking hours trying to teach me. Yeah, you yeah, say you're like sitting, you're just life. sitting there. You just sitting there looking like an idiot. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. All the chicks like gleeking. Look at this. Uh, no girls don't like. I never seen a girl. I never seen a girl gleek. I've never seen a chick gleek. Yeah, don't, I, I don't know. Me a I don't, you never gleek nothing. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Hey, I don't want to see a girl gleek around. either. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Heidi, can you gleek? Heidi, Heidi does it all. Please say if no. Any girl can gleek. She can gleek. 
<laughs> he does it all. She can... <laughs> Look at this guy's never even heard the word gleek in his life. Yeah, wonder... gleek, gleek is like a a weird word, like moist gleek. Yeah, gleek moist. Hey, yeah. I I I wonder if my kids will never know since they won't not gonna, they're not going to go to school if they'll never know what that is. You got to shoulder that stone yourself. You got to teach them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. So that, that's the only down. That's the only downfall of uh, uh, of uh, homeschooling is that now you got to teach them all the all the dumb shit. That, yeah. All the not the just dumb, but the dumb, I guess, funny shit for kids. You just gotta you gotta do it yourself. Um. Hey, dude. I'm I'm podcasting. Could I call you back? Yeah, call me back. Okay, I'll wow. bug you. Awesome. Okay, bye. Hey, I'd do the same for you if you ever called me. Let you just interrupt the show. Just show That's off. Awesome. Just show you off. What a, guy. To, what, a guy to, what a guy to interrupt, too. Just flex on the crowd. Yeah. yeah. That was a recorded, a previous recording. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Hey, hey what's yeah, your coach's name? Eberflus? Coach Flus. Yeah, Eberflus. So if he, if he called right now, would you answer? I gotta get. Yeah, I have to leave the podcast. I'll be back. I'll be back on Tuesday. I'll be back on Tuesday. So you you wouldn't even let us listen just for a hello. Well, I mean, what? Well, I mean, I don't. I don't have. You know, I don't have the iPad. So the whole it would go out, and I'd answer the whole podcast. <laughs> would go out. Hey, what phone do you have? Do you have an iPhone 15 yet? Um, I don't know what kind of phone this is. I've had it for a while. Oh Jesus! I can't. Like a 10, a 10X. Week. A 10X a or 10X? something like that. Or an XR, maybe. Is that a... <laughs> is there an XR? There is an I have XR. no idea. I think that's what it is. I think that's just... what it is. Hey, um, when, when oh, I, I got this, um, when I was your age, maybe a couple years older, I got this job. I, I was living in my car at the time, but I got this job and, I, and, um, I, I was making like a seven twenty five an hour, mm-hmm. but I was working like sixty hours a week, right? And I had like all this money, like thousands of dollars in my account, like six thousand dollars in my account. I didn't even I, before then. I didn't even have a bank account. You know what I mean? I always had like money, like fifty bucks in my pocket, yeah. and it, it just became crazy because I could like just buy sandwiches if I wanted, or I could. I didn't care about the price of gas or. When I went to the coffee shop, I'd be like, "Yeah, oat milk, motherfucker, double shot." I'm be two dollars extra. I don't give a fuck. Is it like that for you now? Like all of a sudden, like you, like you go to the store and you you get an order a hamburger and you're like extra avocado and the guy's like two bucks. You're like, yeah, whatever. Don't it's um yeah. No, I I mean, like you don't have to worry about anything anymore. Like like you can just. I like, definitely don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't, that's the thing with me. I don't even think I've ever, I'm a, I, I just don't spend a whole lot of money. So I don't think I've ever had to worry about anything. Like even with like the little money that I was getting back from Shepard, like kind of like what you were saying, like, cause if you had $6,000 in your bank account now, you'd probably be stressed out, but just Stress like, at the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like that, but, but back six, then was crazy, but, dude. Yeah. That's not, yeah. It was so crazy. Like, and it, it would always just be a thing where, the more than anything, I just like to look at it. Like yeah. I thought that was like super cool. I was like, damn, yeah, you know, too. if shit if shit goes down, like I'm, you know, at least I'm 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 all right. Maybe the girlfriend, I could take this girl out to smoothies. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think uh, I don't know. It's it's made me uh, understand. Uh, I guess appreciate uh, money because especially with like going home because I'm so high up when I'm here in Chicago. Like I'm staying at all these 
you know, amazing team hotels. Like we're staying at the Marriott, the Four Seasons. We're flying everywhere. We're going to LA, New Orleans. I'm in these stadiums that you wouldn't even be able to believe. Um, and I get, you know, I'm getting compensated weekly, um, like a ridiculous amount. So it's just crazy when I go home and like going from that. And then you see like, like you're in Martinsburg, West Virginia, you see a bum on the street on the side of the road. And you're just like, all right. Like it just brings you back to reality of like, it's not always here, you know, but it's not, it's always, it's also like not always down there too with like, you know, the bum on the street in Marsburg. It's always like somewhere in between that. And then even just hearing my friends talk about money, it's just, uh, it's a pretty crazy thing, uh, my life right now and just what, what, what's been able to happen. So that's kind of the only thing. And then also like the thing, only thing I've done is I've given family members, um, a, a, a couple dollars and like seeing, uh, like their reaction, just like that's been one of the cooler things uh, for me is just which which has been one of the things that's motivated me, I guess. Um, like you left a you, you like you left a ten dollar bill on Ezra's dresser and he's like, damn. <laughs> or yeah, like I like, yeah, or even just like talking about yeah, like talking about like Christmas with my parents and saying just asking them how much they spend on each kid and then them telling me and I just like just being able to tell them like. Hey, don't, don't, you know, don't tell anybody, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll cover two of the kids. Like, I'll just give you that and you can go crazy or whatever. And just like seeing that, seeing that like reaction of just like, really, are you sure? When really it's like 1% of what I, what I've got going on, if that. And um, so that's just, that's been a pretty cool uh, experience for me uh, so far. But, but yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't necessarily think about it when I go to the coffee shop and I, and I get my drink. I'm not like I'm, I'm kind of like balling like you were back in the day. Like, yeah, I'll take I'll take that. And, yeah. and, and the person behind me will take it, too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> that's, let's my, go. that's my favorite thing. When uh, yeah. you go somewhere and, and someone doesn't like it's a cash only place or someone's like a few bucks short behind you around you. You're like, I got you. And they're like yeah. flipping out. And you're like, yeah, God, it's so like, fun. Yeah, it is. It's, so it's definitely, a, it's definitely a, a big, a huge blessing. And seeing the way my dad was with his money, even though I know that there it wasn't always the time that he had a whole lot of money like just his understanding of what it is like to struggle so then seeing him like give people money who who needed it or asked for it yeah um just like a freaking gangster like i so that i always like i always i always enjoy i always understood and enjoyed watching that more than i understood people who maybe saw somebody struggling were like no you got to get it yourself like you got to figure it out like i always appreciated you know, the person that uh, just watching my dad give a bum $20 more than I appreciate somebody denying somebody and telling them they need to go out and get it their, their self. Um, how, how does it work um, getting um, uh, paid in the NFL? Do you, you guys get paid weekly or is it like bi-weekly or do you get paid all 52 weeks or only during the season? Do they spread it out? How does all that shit work? Do they take so, it out. Is it like just a regular job? Yeah, so they take taxes out, and then you, it's you get paid over thirty six weeks. Um, you get paid for so you have eighteen games. Each game you get X amount of dollars. So they take that what you would get in eighteen weeks. They split it in half. You get half of it during the check. You get half of it during the season, and then you get the next half for the eighteen weeks after the season. Mm. So I'll get I'll get the second half of my week one paycheck. Week eighteen. Because that's okay. the first week. Oh, that's the first okay. week out out of the season. Oh, so you could theoretically you could 
And, and are all your paychecks exactly the same, or does it matter? Like, if you throw, do you get more money if you throw a touchdown, or if you play or don't play, or there's like, well, a- you get it, it depends because I mean, taxes, uh, your 401k and everything is taken is taken out um, until you get to the dollar amount that you uh, max. That you, yeah, exactly. Until you uh, get what I think it's like twenty thousand five hundred, and then per year. So once you reach that then then it'll start to be more and there's also a fica tax that's taken out during the season that that is not taking out after the season is over so the second 18 weeks will be more than the first the first 18 weeks and and then and then so you do, so then there's 18 weeks or wait how many weeks did that leave leave us uh 14 weeks that you don't get paid yeah so 36 so 16 weeks i guess right 50, 30, 52 minus 36 yeah, something like that. Okay. So, yeah, sixteen weeks that you, I guess, that you're not getting paid. But even then, there's out of those weeks, there's also ten weeks where you're not, you're not getting paid uh, like a crazy amount. But for uh, OTAs during the spring, it's like a ten week time frame. And what's OTA stand for? Um, organized team activity. Um, so th- that's like an eight to ten week uh, time frame during the spring that you also get paid. You know, not as much, but you're still. I mean, it's enough to. It's definitely enough That's to. When you play. sign cards during those weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and really, you sign cards right after the season when you have three and a half months to just go home and yeah. do your do thing. Have- so. Do they have somebody there at the team that's like, you know, hey, guys, you're about to get, you know, you're about to get a bunch of money from this for the first time. Like, here's what we suggest you do or here's who we suggest you talk to in terms of just like understanding financial literacy and what you should do with your money. So, people yeah, there's a, a diamond um, every, and they, and yeah, they every team grills. What'd you say? <laughs> they bring in a bunch of diamond dealers and tell everyone to get grilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I think every, every team has, has a, uh, a rookie program. And you have to meet every week from the time you become on the the time you get on the team up until the the your first season is over. So every Monday, um, you meet and they touch on a different subject. And you know, mm-hmm. one week it'll be taxes. You know, one week it'll just be how to say no to family members. One week it'll be about uh, girls. One week it'll be girl, about the girls. One cool. The girls one is just they tell crazy ass stories of people who weren't. Just that made a mistake. I don't necessarily, I don't think that these, I don't think that they're necessarily saving people from making the same mistakes, but they're just providing a backstory of what terrible things could happen if you're not careful. Um, Just, just that kind of stuff. But yeah, so that they talk about financial advisors, they'll give you, they'll give their, um, you know, who they think are pretty good people to go with. And then, but you know, I got always, my dad was my dad and my agents were on top of all that. So I, I got, um, I got linked up with a pretty solid dude. Nice. God, I would love to hear the girls one. The girls one must be crazy. They just tell crazy stories, and it's more or less like there's – I mean, they'll tell a story about a dude who a girl tricked him about her age, and then he got in a bunch of trouble, and just little stuff like that would just like don't just go out here blindly just picking up whoever, you know, you think looks looks okay. Make sure you, you know, talk to them for a little bit first. Make sure they're not like a complete sleazeball before – uh, you meet up with them or whatever. I don't know. Crazy. Um, how how many how much time do you spend every day looking studying plays? Um, 
Yeah, so the, the play studying really, it happens from Wednesday to Sunday, and it's probably about two to three hours a day. Is there anything that competes with your ability to study? What do you mean? Like um, social media. Like you have oh, to- like like distracting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't, I I have to. <clears throat> I don't have to. I've decided to uh, just delete my social media for throughout the week, and then I'll just get on social media from like Sunday night till uh, Tuesday around lunchtime, and I'll just delete it off my phone and then re-download it again later. You came up with that? Yeah, because once once uh, stuff started getting crazy, I was actually kind of looking at it for about. 20 minutes more than I probably should have. And then I was just like, oh man, if I mess up, if I start messing up plays, I'm gonna blame it on this. So, uh, and then I'm gonna be pissed at myself. So I just didn't want to give myself that fucking that so opportunity. Smart, so smart, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, that app is like um, when you go to the supermarket and like, and you buy that shit that you, you shouldn't have bought, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And then now it's in your home. And now, and yeah. now you're kind of fucked, right? But if you yeah. but if you don't buy it at the supermarket, you you get home and it's not even an option. You you dodge exactly. It. Yeah, and, and it's like it's the amazing. only time my the only time my life isn't like just super normal is when I'm looking at the phone and I see how popular everything has gotten and how big everything is now. And it's like I I mean. I, like I used to like back in the day, I used to like you go somebody's page and see that they have as many followers as I do now. I was kind of just like, oh, that person like might not even be a real person. Like they're like, you know what I mean? Like that's I don't even know how that even happens. How do you get that many followers? But now it's like I'm in that boat and it's just like so that's the only time I'm like I think about how crazy it all is. So if I just keep it in reality for the most part, everything, everything's been pretty, pretty normal. Yeah, and you know what's crazy about your followers? They're real. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, it's pretty gnarly. I had um, I don't know uh, the account that I had erased. I had like um, I don't know, close to a hundred thousand followers. And whenever I would look up like where they're at, like eighty percent of them were in India. Mm. What the fuck is going on here? You know what I mean? Or I would never yeah. get engagement. Like my followers just were not real followers. Yeah. These are like these are people who've all jumped on board in the last year, right? Yeah. I mean, at least half of them. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're all up in your shit. They're 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 yeah. vocal. And are your DMs a complete shit show? Uh, uh yeah. Just a fucking <laughs> mess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's just like uh, either like fans, people like reaching out to promote something, or just chicks. Really? Already chicks? Yeah, probably like 60-40. Holy shit. Wow. No, I've never had a chick in my DMs. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Not one, dude. Not yeah. one. Not yeah. one. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's also I get, I get 400 DMs a day. Not one chick, dude. Well, I get the Asian girls that says, hi, can I ask you a question? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. like 100 of those. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah that was also the thing too i was like maybe spending that extra 15 minutes like not because i know i can't i'm not i can't hit any of these girls up like i'm not i can't like text them back because what i mean what's i'm not going to give them you know i already know that i can't give them any address or anything i don't have any time to go meet with them so i know i'm not like 
like I'm not gonna hit them back. I just kind of like to look at the dumb shit they would say. Yeah. So that was kind of where my 15 minutes was was going, like that, and then just like weird fans, like seeing what whatever they. Well, have I to would say. be looking at every pic. If one chick DM me, I wouldn't care what the fuck she looked like. I'd scroll through her whole account. I'd fall down. Never, never land. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but my was, god. Yeah, it's been some good. It's been some funny stuff. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And they and do they, they? I guess that's part of the whole. I guess that's the whole thing that no one guys um. 20 years ago, professional athletes didn't have to deal with. They just, they would just be at the hotel or not at the hotel. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. When I was at that hotel where the team was staying, um, there wasn't special security. I didn't see special security. I just, but I saw tons of guys who are obviously football players walking around, big giant Mm -hmm. dude. But also, like, it it wasn't like the hotel was swarming. I didn't see any fans there either, like waiting to get autographs or anything. Are the hotels usually pretty mellow? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's only, uh, weird whenever we stay at the team hotel, uh, when we play, uh, home games, uh-huh. cause we're, in, cause we're in Chicago. So, um, you gotta be kind of on the down low whenever you're messing around in Chicago. But I mean, also for the most part, even that it's like, oh, five people want to take a picture and autograph. It's rarely like a swarm of 60 people like bombarding you, um, and asking you for stuff. Um, at least from my experience now, Justin might have a completely different experience with that. But as far as like I've been concerned, um, it's the, about as crazy as it gets is like, oh, six people want to take a picture. And then I usually just take the picture and then go about go about my business. But um, there, we do have security, but really the, the security is used most mostly for getting to and from the stadium, like getting into the stadium. Well, there'll be security. Oh. Getting on the buses, there'll be security, and then leaving the game, there'll be security. Uh, Wayne, what's up, dude? Thank you. Um, going back to 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 the to the to the homeless guy, to the bum guy that like Martinsburg versus like the Four Seasons. Yeah. Well, let me let me take a step back. Sorry. Uh, do you do you do you think that you've worked hard to get where you're at, or do you think, or, or do you not have any um, uh, concept of it because you're too young still? Like it's for you, it's just normal life. Like, are you like fuck? I worked hard, or is it just? Yeah, like- I'm like I, I'm. It's like a mixture of like, damn, I worked really hard, and then holy shit, like, how lucky am I? <laughs> Uh-huh. It's like kind of both you needed to hard already. How do you know you've worked hard? Um, I, I mean, I just, because it shit hurt. Like I was, it should hurt everything. <laughs> like it just hurt every day. Not in a bad way, like in a good, like sore, cardiovascularly tired, mentally drained, like that kind of, and it just, just consistent. It just did it consistently. That's from the seventh enough. grade you mean on or whatever. Like it's just been, yeah. Yeah. And then from then it's like now, it's almost now like my relaxing time really just consists of just the hard shit that I that I've now gotten used to and really like like the bye week. I mean, all I did was work out with my brother and my buddies and get in the sauna in the stream and hang out with family like that. And it was like a that was like my that was my chill time. So I just feel like it's just my life is completely just adapted to just, I guess, working hard. And, and, and then, and then what about, um, 
senior year homecoming after the game, would you do the stuff where you'd go out with everyone else and party or was it straight to home and to bed with you? Um, in like, high school, it was straight to home. High, I went to my first party um, in college, my freshman year of college. That was the first time I went to a party. And then I did. Party party. High school? I didn't. No, I didn't. I how did just, you and how? How how did you not? Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I think like I went to homecomings and I went to proms and I did all that. And then I mean, I just thought I don't know. I never found myself in that in that setting. And then it wasn't until me and like me and my best friend. Um, you think your dad protected you from that in high school? Would he take you home after the games? No, I was driving. I mean, uh, up until I got my license and then. I don't know. It was almost like I was, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was just like blindly, blindly fighting to like be really good at football. So it was like when the football game happened and I played good, which, you know, most of the time in high school, that was the case. It was just kind of like, oh, now I can just go. Now I'm about to just go home, relax, watch the game, just super happy with how everything turned out. And then, um, I don't know. I just never partied. I remember I went to my first party in college and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. This is the <laughs> most fun I've ever had in my whole life. And then, uh, Did you get a frat house or something or just it was it was it was a football house and it was after my very first game I ever played in college. And I threw for free like 500 yards in the first game I ever played in college. So I was like the talk of kind of everything going on. And it was the first time like girls that were significantly older than me were like approaching me and talking to me. And I've got like dudes that I watched at Shepherd previous years when I was in high school, all of a sudden I'm hanging out with them. And it was kind of just like pretty much the coolest thing in the whole world. So then it just turned into like in college, I just, I, uh, I, me and my buddies would go to uh, parties um, that were happening and you know, at our college after after games, and then I would maybe go out a couple times during the off season, um, but it was more like uh, just a celebrating um, a win was kind of what it turned into in college. But um, yeah, I just and, it, and that was good though because I feel like a lot of people maybe went to their first party when they were like fifteen, sixteen, and then you know since I was eighteen, almost nineteen, it was like it was still fun for me. You know, it, it still is fun for me. It still is a crazy. Um, experience for me whenever I go out and there's a lot of people out and you know everybody's having fun which maybe a, other 23 year olds are like man I'm tired of doing that shit like I've been doing it for x amount of years at this point so, so no 15 16 17 years old no going to parties and beer bonging and drinking so much you throw up and none of that no nah, I took I, I took my first shot at that party I went to um which I mean I was I guess I was you know underage telling her myself but uh yeah, that was my first experience with uh, alcohol. That's an amazing dude. How important do you think that is? How important do you think that is that you didn't get twisted up in any of that stuff? Were your friends doing it? Uh, I, a lot of people I knew were. Yeah, a lot of people I knew were. Why weren't um, the boys swinging by your house with their? That's what I'm saying. I think I just got super lucky. I think yeah. I just got super lucky because I think I definitely would have probably, even if I didn't want to, I probably would have just fell into the you know peer pressure and excitement of it all and probably just yeah. done it. But uh, it just I just was never around it. Um, luckily, I was hanging out with a bunch of crazy ass people. Just I was never I never found myself in that setting with those people. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, kind of just like I said, I think it's it's it created a different like 
like a different baseline for me with just like being sober and just being in regular life. Like I was looking for, like, it was like my Saturday night was like looking forward to going to my parents' best friend's house and getting in the hot tub. And then maybe other people's, you know what I mean? Like little shit like that with, um, or maybe like my, my Saturday night was waking up early after playing a, a high school game on Friday, waking up early and going to watch Shepard play. Cause I, I thought that was so fun. So it was like looking forward to things like that. And now, um, like I said before, I think I, now I, I'm still able to enjoy those things because I didn't, I haven't necessarily done it as much as other people might have. You think, are you pretty simple dude? You think? Yeah, I'm probably as simple as they come, honestly, which I, which I'm like, which I'm also thankful for because now so it's like, you don't have to spend, you know, I have to go extravagant, crazy places in order to have a good time, which yep. I'm, I'm grateful for. Yeah. God, you're a good dude. So here, here's where I'm going with all this. Um, there's this, you see these people who are at the top of their game. Um, let's say LeBron for instance, right? Mm-hmm. And yet I feel like instead of encouraging people to work hard and do what they did, you know, like, like mm -hmm. probably nothing came easy for him. Right. He probably has the craziest work ethic ever. Right. Yeah. And nothing was given to him and he had to earn it all. And he had to manage that giant body and he has to manage all the fame and he had to learn all those skills that make him the greatest who ever did it. And yet the rhetoric that comes out of their mouth is almost like feeling sorry for people instead of like believing in people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what society needs is people that believe in people like the tough talk, like more like uh, David Goggins talk, like quit being a bitch, not yeah. oh my God, I'm sorry for you. like, yeah. do, do you, and, and that's why I asked you, does it seem like you work hard yourself or is it just normal? Like, do you have no context of it? Is it like, fuck, it's the only thing I know. How would I know? That's what, yeah, I think it's a little bit of that, uh, where it's just like, if I see, if maybe a, like, there's been a couple of kids that are like, Hey man, you got any advice? And I'm just like, fuck, like, damn, I don't even know what I would say besides like, damn, you have to work really freaking hard, like <laughs> nonstop all the time. And then you're going to have to somehow start to enjoy that because that's, just got to be what it is like uh, there's no like i don't have any cookie cutter like yeah you just need to do this and you need to do this and you need to do this it's more or less like you just gotta be oddly obsessed with something and just freaking not be afraid to work super hard because a lot of people are embarrassed to work really hard like a lot of people are like too cool like they want to look too cool mm. to, to work hard like wow. it's wow. almost like working hard is like is not going to be attractive to the people that they want to attract, like healing over and, and throwing up and, and snot coming out of your nose because you just worked out so hard is not a cool, comfortable thing to do. Like a lot of people just want to get on the, the footwork ladder and make a cool video maybe of them doing like some speed work. But then it's like when you get matched up with the person that's been doing that and the person that was, you know, really freaking getting after it, really getting real nitty gritty, not trying to be cool, but just trying to work on their craft. Like it's, it's going to show. So it's always, it's almost like, I know a kid has no chance based on like, you know, the first inter interaction that you have them have with them. Cause it's either, it was instilled with them, you know, by, by their peers growing up, by family members growing up, 
or maybe they found it their own way or they just don't have it. They just don't have that, that, that bone in them to, to really get, to really go after it. Um, so I just, I'm always preaching, like you said about the work, like kind of like David Goggin-esque a little bit, like, dude, what are you talking about? All you have to do is work fucking super freaking hard and everything will, everything will be fine. Like even, even if you work really hard and you don't make it, you're going to end up being where you're supposed to be regardless right right um that that's like uh i had uh miranda from uh street parking on here and she had some posts like i'd be like fuck i don't understand these goal-oriented people she's like hey don't worry about it be passionate um be disciplined and uh have good habits passion discipline and good habits just do those three things and you'll end up going where you're supposed to go you don't even that's need a, yeah exactly passion, yeah and good habits yeah because it, it offered me like it offered me so crazy much disciplined and you had good habits and you yeah yeah, and he was like super focused. That's what I got from it all. Like <clears throat> a lot of people don't have something that they're really like focused on and striving towards. So the parties and all that shit is just a distraction because now, oh, now I got girls all focused on, right? But you were just like dialed in the whole time and you saw your goal and you knew where you were going and that's huge. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't even like I was like, oh man, I really want to go to this party, but I can't. It was like, right. I just hadn't even thought of the party. I was just like, I guess wrapped up in what I was doing. I exactly. Guess, to an extent. And it just wasn't even... It did. It wasn't even even that, um, which which is cool. Looking back on it, that that yeah, that's that how it was. Cool. That does fall back into the. I, uh, I I so don't want to take your answer that it was luck, but when I hear you say that, like I start to get my head wrapped around a little more of the luck because, yeah. If 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 I if I didn't go out to party on a Friday night out, I would be at home just wondering what I'm missing. Yeah, that was. Yeah, was that's what I'm saying. Like it was just, I guess, lucky that one of my buddies didn't like nudge me on the shoulder and like, yo, I'll be at your house at eight o'clock to pick you up. We're about to go do this, this and that. Cause I, I don't know if I would have said yes or no, but I don't know why I would have said no. I probably just would have said, yeah, like, Oh yeah, I'll hang out with you. Like, yeah. Right. That, that sounds fun. Cool. Yeah. We can do that. Um, so it was just kind of like that, that was a lucky part. You know, I guess like working hard that, that wasn't a lucky part, but the whole social settings um, and what I was introduced to uh, growing up was that was lucky. Um, I, when, if I, I, when I, whenever I'm out and I see a homeless person or something like that, or someone who like asking me for money, I always make eye contact with them. Cause I mm -hmm. see the other 99% of the people don't even look at them. And I say, yeah. I look at them and they'll be like, Hey, can I have a dollar? I'll be like, Hey, what's up? And I just look them right now and I'll say something like, Hey dude, you should get off the drugs or you should get off the alcohol. Like mm -hmm. I say something to them. That's like, um, Hey man, what are you doing? You think your mom would be proud of you doing this shit? Don't do that yeah. shit. Because yeah. Because it's a hard thing to say to someone like that. Yeah. But yeah. someone needs to talk to them like that because that's how I'd want to be talked to if I was in that situation. Yeah. Like, first, recognize me as a human being. And second, don't feel sorry for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Come on, man. You're a yeah. human being. Get your shit together, bro. Yeah. You're not doing good on us. Yeah. And, and I just wish, I wish more people... I, I, I think people think that they're being nice, but really they're just uncomfortable with like people who are struggling. And so, mm -hmm. so they, so they're trying to mitigate their own discomfort instead of like actually try to help the person. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens to me. <laughs> that's you're a hundred percent right. Like, I'm just like, like you get uncomfortable, but you're not getting uncomfortable from the person you right. get uncomfortable because of how it makes you feel. Mm. And like, mm -hmm. kind of like what you just said, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like feel not that I'm feeling sorry for them. But I'm just like, 
damn, like it just sucked. I think about just them as a little baby, and I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, damn, it, it it went from that, and then somehow you you're here. Like that's just that that stinks. That sucks. Like I'm sorry that has happened for you. Um, the it, it's interesting. So the recipe is um, it, it's it's like duh. It's um, you worked hard. You didn't get into drugs and alcohol, and um, you found a way to enjoy working hard. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, that that's everyone's story. Well, there you go then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's almost like how Greg talks about it with, like, the solution um, is easy but hard. Mm-hmm. Work out, don't eat bad food. That's It's only two-step. It's only a two-step gig, but though it's, like, it's not that simple. You still have cravings. You still have, uh, you still have laziness. You still have um, all these things, lack of discipline that you need to work through in order to achieve those two things. So it's, like put together a plan, work really hard. That's the only two, that's the only two steps, but it's also, it's hard to do that and stay consistent and like something enough to want to do those things. Um, when you, um, when you went home, did you go to church? Um, I did not. No, I did not. Uh, I went, um, um, that's <laughs> actually funny. I went out, I went out with my buddies Saturday night to uh till a really late hour so i did not end up going to church uh on sunday were you planning on it um no because my mom was going to um a different church because valen had to do some play practice or something like that so it was already kind of like that's something i like to do with my mom whenever i'm in town um so she wasn't doing it so it wasn't like like it wasn't like i said yeah mom we'll go to church and i didn't go and um, they do a good job of putting it online anyway. So I always stay. I'm always at church um, every Sunday, even when I'm in Chicago. Oh, so really you watch it online? Uh, yeah, they, they do uh, on YouTube. It, um, that's interesting that you say. So you like to go to church because it's, it's time with your mom as much as. Yeah, anything. I like. I mean, yeah, obviously I. Um, I put it on myself to have the discipline to go to church every Sunday when I'm home. Um because I, I I feel I feel it's something I'm um, I'm supposed to do. It makes me feel good. But then also I know that my mom gets a lot of enjoyment out of going to church with me. So I like doing that as well. You talk, and, and every time anyone ever talks to you in any interview, it feels like you mention your family. So what are you doing? Yeah. Your free time? I'm going to go be with my family. Oh, blah, blah, blah. what my family? Oh my pops. Oh my mom. Oh Ezra. Oh damn. You, like like there's always a family piece. Are you um? Are you, this is going to sound bad. Are you faking that? I'm projecting onto you. I'm projecting yeah. onto you because yeah. that's what I do. Like I, even if I don't want to call my mom, I call my mom. And then every time I call her, once I call her, I'm glad I called her. You know yeah. what I mean? And then yeah. I'm like, and then like, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, it, it's not like the boys. Like when I want to hang out with them, like my friends, I call them and like, I want to go hang out with them so we could like throw rocks at a train coming by. But with my mom, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with her, but I'm like, Hey mom, you want me to go out with me? Like I ask her every day, you want to go out with me and the boys? And like, I'll swing by and grab you. And she'll be like, yeah or no. But like, yeah. I don't, I'm doing it cause I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. still love her to death. Don't get me wrong. And I'm glad she comes and I always have fun with her, but I think, but, but the, you know what I mean? I know it. I know. I know what you mean. I know you know what I mean, mean. Like, we're not going to do bad shit. We're not going to like rage. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thoroughly enjoy spending time with my family. I do also know that um, I'm there's 
X, Y, and Z that I know I'm supposed to do with my family whenever I'm home. That I that even if I'm against it or not feeling like it, I know that I that needs like those those things need to happen. Um, I don't I, I don't I don't need my to spend time. Yeah, I don't need to spend times with with all my buddies whenever I'm home. But I really want to do that, so I so I do that. I have I know I have to spend time with my family when I'm yeah. home. Yeah. Most the ninety percent of the time I really want to. There is like the ten percent where I'm like, hey, yeah, I mean you know, screw it. I know I have to do this. Like, I know I have to go get lunch with my grandma. Like I have to do that. Yeah. You know, do I want to do that more than I want to go freaking, uh, jump in the water with my buddies or something like maybe not, but I know that there's like a hierarchy of events that need to take place whenever I'm home. And you never regret it. You're always glad you, it always, it's always like, it, you, you know, you're just doing the right thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, my siblings too, I'm just like, hey, I'm getting old and I know eventually like, you know, it's, it's just like, just people grow up and then it's not like, you know, it's always like, it's always the same, but it, then it just, there's a new, there, there becomes a new normal, you know, once people yeah. start to get older. And um, so I just want to make sure, especially they're, when they're young, that they have a good idea of who I am in their life and uh, kind of how much I care about them. Hey, you're also building a foundation of peace for the future. It's not everybody's going to be around the whole time. And yeah. when, when that day does come, you will feel it. Like my grandpa, like a lot of times people be like, oh, yeah, take him. I would push him in the wheelchair up the hill. I'd bring him into the bathroom stall. I'd help him go to the bath. You know, all those little things. <clears throat> and most of the other cousins avoided a lot. And inevitably when he passed at 97, like they were really upset. But I had spent a lot of time, like went to the house, helped him with the yard, little chores, so all that, so like it would, it meant a lot in that moment. And I know a lot of them regretted not doing it. You know, a lot yeah, of them, I, like, oh, I guess I should have pushed him in the wheelchair up that hill at the wedding, or I guess I should have stayed back behind when everybody else wanted to get on the bus and drink or do whatever. But I stayed there with them. I helped them go to the bathroom, like do all those little things. And when that moment comes, like it's, you're going to look back and there's, there's just no fucking regret of it. I'm telling you no, no, no regret of it. Yeah. That was like when my granddad, when he was in uh hospice i just remember like it was like me and my granddad were always like super real and had always a really great relationship um but it wasn't like you know it wasn't like we were talking about what we were thinking about in our heads or what how we felt in our heart like it was always like you know i love you hey granddad give him a hug but it wasn't like really having deep conversations. I remember he was in hospice and it was just, I was so uncomfortable doing it, but kind of like what you said, like I was just kind of sit there and, you know, he's about to pass away, you know, for, I think he was in there for about two months mm -hmm. and just like every other day going there and having like a super uncomfortable, deep conversation with him about how he's feeling about it all. And just him talking to me really about like his death and just, what has meant the world to him in his life and what he regretted, didn't regret, you know, what he liked, what he didn't like, how he felt about me. It was so like uncomfortable in the moment. Um, but also like, kind of like what you said, like, I think about that shit all the time. I'm just like, thank God I did that. Like that was, that was kind of like a real, that was one of those like real life moments for me that it just like kind of puts everything in perspective of, kind of what's important and, and what's not important because i mean he was a president he was like the president of the rv industry was a very successful lawyer was a pilot was all these amazing things had 10 kids and took care of all 10 of them 
and still had money to ball out on vacation. Like just little, like he had so much, he had accomplished so much, but just to see what, what actually meant the things that actually were meaningful to him didn't really have a whole lot to do with, the, with, with, with those things. Mm. Um, just was, uh, just really had, uh, had an effect on me. So, um, I, you were I, on the show. He gave you a little talking to. Uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. But he I know didn't. he didn't. I know he didn't. I know he didn't like that. I, that <laughs> he I was talking about. Maybe he told your dad somehow. Yeah. somehow no, I, I know. I know what you're talking about. I know that he didn't appreciate the fact that I cussed he a said, couple times. But you said the S H I T word. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't a fan of water. He was straight. He was straight laced. He was straight laced. He only got drunk twice in his life, and Damn. both were on both were on accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I uh I remember uh I went to his house a couple times and I remember in the garage he had these crazy huge model planes that flew. Yeah. He and just I, had a whole he had a whole he just had a lot of hobbies and he would he would go all in on them. Like they weren't just like, oh I like this. It was like, oh I like this. I'm gonna like I'm gonna bring this in this whole thing into my life. Like he made no money with those model airplanes, but he just would just go, he just had a couple places he would go fly them. And then that was like his Saturday. That was like what he did instead of partying. He was like, Oh, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, whatever. I'm going to fly my model airplane. So that yeah. was just like, I just thought that was, that's just, he's just a cool dude. Really cool dude. Look at this. Finally, one of you, I wasn't going to say anything. I'm like, you got no. You're never. What's up, Savon? You're ne no What's one's up, ever Ty? gonna get a chance to fucking speak to a fucking NFL quarterback. I got the <laughs> phone over here. I'm like, not one pussy's gonna call. <laughs> What's up, Justin? What's up? What's up? What's Tyson, up, dude? Justin? Meet Tyson. Yeah, uh, Justin owns um uh Salty Cave CrossFit in Utah. Oh, nice. What's hive. up, Justin? Hive, salty hive. It's a hive cave. Salty, salty, salt. Something salty. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I wanted to call in and say what's up to Tyson, meet him, whatever. But uh, I wanted to piggyback on the conversation about what uh, what when things get put into perspective of what really matters and uh, and kind of bring it all home with CrossFit and the NFL. But it's been about five weeks, and my dad had a stroke. Um, we he was actually at my gym when it happened, and mm. thank God because we got him to the hospital really fast. Um, but during the rehab, um, he's a Bears fan. I'm not really a Bears fan. He's a Bears mm -hmm. fan, but that makes me a Bears fan. Want to hang up on him? Want to hang up on him? Go ahead, Justin. Um, so yeah, we, throughout the rehab, we got to watch Tyson's game on Thursday night football and Sunday night football. Um, and, and it, Really, the last few years, I thought that sports are kind of stupid and people pay way too much attention. But it was such a break from like all the real shit, like of him not being able to talk and like being in ICU and we could just like turn on the game. And he knew your situation coming from CrossFit and the dad who owned an affiliate. And he's really proud of me. Um, as an affiliate owner and so it like i'd never been a bigger bears fan those few weeks when you were starting and i don't know i just want to let you know that i'm getting emotional a little emotional but a lot emotional I'm, yeah super proud of uh 
of what you've done for the CrossFit community. Um, and I just, thanks for giving me and my dad some memories of watching. Mm. Mm. Justin, you're the man. I appreciate that a, a lot. I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad I could offer a little bit of light in that uh, stressful situation. Please tell your dad I said what's up. Yeah, I for sure will. How is your dad, Justin? What's up with him? How is he recovering? Yeah, it's slow, dude. Mm -hmm. Strokes are crazy. Mm -hmm. Like the brain is so crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's uh he he where he had the stroke was in the language center of his brain. So speaking and understanding and writing, those are all. I mean, the dude's still deadlifting 315 pounds in his garage. Damn. Damn. Um, Even after the stroke. Oh, uh, yeah. He's 65 years old, Damn. and he's deadlifting 315 for, for reps. Um, so it's a, it's we're really blessed that he was in such good shape, um, and he has, like, almost all the things physically back. It's just a struggle. I mean, I'll FaceTime him, and we kind of just <laughs> stare at each other and laugh. But he's able to say words here and there um and, and it's it's slow they say it takes usually up to a year to see how much of the language is going to come back but it's it's like my dad went from being 65 going on 45 like the healthiest 65 year old dude you'd ever see everyone looked up to him at the gym to overnight he's like 65 going on 85 mm. and so it, I mean, it is what it is, and I'm trying to make the best of it, kind of like Tyson was talking about the hospice situation with his grandpa. It's, like, uncomfortable, and it's hard, but you know what? Like, I still spend time with him and um, and and love him and watch some Bears games with him, you know? Yeah. Hey, dude, great story. Uh, Jake Chapman says, oh, uh, Justin, he can't talk very well, and he's 65. Does he want a job on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> asshole <laughs> hey dude great story okay. you're the man for calling in justin i love you dude yeah that was great dude, it's a bracket it's a i mean nfl quarterback yeah, on, you're yeah. <laughs> so, but i love the show i love everything that you're doing for crossfit and i, I love your perspective uh tyson and, and someone matt I appreciate everything. So I won't take any more of your time. I know everyone wants to hear Tyson talk, not this dummy from Salt Lake. You the man, dude. Love you. Call anytime. Thanks, Justin. See you, Justin. Peace. Yeah, later, dude. Wow. Damn. Wow. Wow. It's crazy because you're just out there doing your thing, but like how much of an impact that can make in people's lives. Like you probably would have never thought of like that particular situation, but now it's like, Boom, it's like right mm. there. And fuck, man. Crazy. Yeah. yeah crazy. But also really cool that what you're doing and perfecting your craft and all that hard work could like shine light into people's lives in ways that you wouldn't even ever imagine. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah, that like little stuff like that is like try not to try not to it's good to have those moments because you can get lost in just how hard it is and just like, gosh, this shit is like you know, it's so hard and maybe it's annoying and then it's kind of like the thing of like, you know, giving my family a couple of dollars and I was just seeing their reaction like, oh man, all right, this is why, you know, this is why. And like hearing a story like that, like, oh, this is why that's, that's mm -hmm. cool stuff. Yeah, that is cool. Because of some, because there's TV sets and because of all the modern inventions we have, some dude can be sitting in a hospital with his fucking dad recovering from a stroke, watching you completely fucking oblivious to what he's doing. 
um, get some enjoyment from watching you uh, perfect a craft that you started when you were six. It's fucking what an amazing. <laughs> dude, it's fucking wow. yeah it's killer and then, and then all of a sudden to just come on some random fucking podunk podcast your dad's old friend has and then hearing the story i mean it's like yeah it's um, crazy okay. um uh i'm getting ready to do a jet set off to scottsdale um big private jet because i live I, I ball i'm not a single <laughs> man like you <laughs> um listen um when do we get to see you play next um whenever they put me in a game is there, any, is there any conventional wisdom is there anything like um like okay uh do, would you guys have to be down by 50 or up by 50 or um, did, one of those yeah well, that that could happen that could happen that definitely could happen but, but the nfl is a crazy game any given yeah. sunday every game this whole year it seems like it's coming down to the last two minutes of the game so i mean we we will see but you know, I'm just I'm staying ready, so I don't got to get ready. So I'm, you know, I don't know when it'll happen, but if it does, it'll be it'll be cool. But basically, quarterbacks in your position, every team has a starting quarterback, and the only the backup quarterback only goes in if the starting quarterback. The the probably most obvious is if he gets injured, and then other than that, it's it's some if there's some weird anomaly in the game, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey. I can't tell you how excited I am to have you uh, pop in on the show, dude. You the man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, awesome. for, thanks for rocking the hat. It, it, it tickles me. Love you so much, dude. Yeah. Love you too. You. See you, Matt. Later, brother. All right, Tyson Bajan. Later, dude. Thanks, brother. Talk to you soon. Wow, Justin. Great story. Fuck. That's amazing. God, this show was fucking good. <laughs> God. That's cool. I got all these notes. We didn't even need them. Hey, we're getting good too. He's getting, he's good. I mean, he's always been good, but now we're like, yeah, we talk about shit. I wanted he's... to talk more about the throwing stuff. Mm. It, I, where I wanted to take that was, um, I'll bring it up again. It is weird when you're so good, probably at something that's like Zen for him, where it's just automatic. You just look, and then you you only have to be conscious about controlling the machine, but not what the machine does, you know. But then all of a sudden, sometimes you do have to make some adjustments to that shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm gonna have to throw a little further. I'm gonna have to throw a little harder. And and in tapping, it, it's um, it's probably intimidating. Well, for me, I know it's intimidating tapping into my subconscious. It's like you, when sometimes when I first started using fake voices on the show, when I'm like, oh, Sammy, like that's hard for me to do because I have to tap into like I'm I'm going to pull from some well that makes me like uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I figure it's like that in football, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like you throw three passes and you're like, oh, these don't have enough zing on them. I throw them a little bit harder. You're like, ooh, that could be, I'm fucking with something that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking I don't know. What if this leads to an interception? What if it like. Does that make sense? What I'm saying, do you feel that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I also think like for him too, like how he was saying all the time, like he's been doing it for so long that it's just a natural piece. So like having I to make some adjustment to change would would probably be pretty nerve wracking, right? Like yeah, yeah, right. nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, because now he goes and he's on practice squad, and one of the you know QB coaches says, "Hey, you know, I noticed when you did X Y Z, I need you to do this," and you're like, "Oh wait, hold on, this is going to cause me to have to think about my throw a lot more, and that could end up screwing a ton of it up, right?" Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Thank you for reiterating. You understand yeah. exactly what I said. I feel confident you, what I said. For you CrossFitters out there, you go from your regular uh, kip and you start to learn that butterfly and then all of a sudden you lose that kip or something. That's kind of similar, right? Like you're used to just going through the flow of it. Now you're trying to train that or level up or make some adjustment and then it feels like you lose both. Now well, I can't do my regular kip or butterfly yet. I'm how about this when you're way. snatching and you go to Mike Bergner and he's like, hey, you're doing it wrong, but you have a fucking 225 pound snatch, but he's claiming he can get you 275. And you're, but right. you got to fucking change your fucking motor recruitment pattern. And all of a sudden you're like, ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I think there was a saying that once you, once you think you've learned everything, it's time to go back to the uh, fundamentals and pay more close attention this time. Yeah. yeah. Which is hard if you're at the top of your game. Yeah. I'm going to wait to tell the spitting story to one day when um, uh, Tyson's on. Uh, but I was in a pizza place with Greg and Travis and some dude asked, well, so, someone spit on our pizza. It, went, it was crazy. <laughs> they, I, Travis almost killed them. And he's crazy. He's crazy calm. He has a crazy high threshold. Yeah. That would be the wrong dude's pizza to spit on. <laughs> <clears throat> he told me that he had no tolerance for like, Spitting was just like one thing he just didn't have tolerance for. Yeah, Not like the kind of spitting that, um, no, but like at somebody or on, somebody yeah, yeah, like yeah, in the, yeah, no, yeah. that's yeah, that's fucked. Don't spit on some. That's like you might as well slap somebody or punch somebody at that point, right? I wanted to ask him a couple things more about uh CrossFit and dig into that a little bit. Um, but I'm still waiting for my check to clear because we do so fucking much for you guys. We've sent people, we've opened affiliates, we sent people to L1s, we've helped you control the narrative. Like, we fucking crush it. So we're not going to get the NFL quarterback talking on that too much until uh, until we see some of that money. <laughs> All right? Let them know. Fuckers. Who else? Who else sells more L1s? Who? They Who have, have no, more people. They have no there? idea. They no have, idea. They have no idea. No idea. Too many Zoom calls. Hey, and the ones that do know aren't humble enough to admit it. No. It's all right. I know. I know. It is all right. Hugging away. Um, Sevon, are you going to wear that fancy gain? Oh, Jeffrey Birchfield, are you going to wear that fancy Gains box Christmas sweater from last year? You know what's crazy, Jeff, is how much I like that sweater. It's bizarre. <clears throat> it is bizarre. Is he rocking? <laughs> is uh, he? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, good call. Pilot, know you're getting ready. <laughs> so yeah, uh, should I call the pilot? Yeah, hey, <laughs> fired up. Hey, good morning. Hi, babe. Uh, the, Hi. the we have to be at the um, airport at ten thirty. The pilot just uh, texted me. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. All right. Thanks for the update. Okay, I'm gonna hang out with okay. Susan for like ten more minutes, and then I'll come in. You got a rib. Okay, you got a rib. You got a ribeye for me. <laughs> I got okay. a ribeye. All right, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Bye. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi. Um, oh, say hi to Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi. Hi. Tell that dog to be quiet. Is that our dog? Hello. Stop. Your that's, that's your dog. Yeah. Hey, is Jackson here? Not yet. Okay. You, okay. can, you can tell him he can come a little late. Tell him he can come at 10 now. At 10? Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. I'll do that. Okay, bye. Uh, I just got a text from Rich Froning. 
Interesting. Oh. Oh, shit. The bear video is coming out tomorrow. They've adjusted their schedule. Okay, mm. so you'll have two days to watch it before Rich comes on. Um, oh, no, it's coming out today. Oh. Okay, so today, then Wednesday. Yeah, two days still. So, But we'll still get them. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, mayhem. May I spelled mayhem wrong. Mayhem. Oh, it's out. Oh, it's premiering right now. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, shit. It starts in two minutes. Oh, it's got the countdown going? Yeah. Oh, unless I'm... Oh, no, it's already going. Sorry. Oh, you were behind? Yeah. Struck him down the hill. Probably... Uh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know how long it took. I don't know how many feet we went. It was but bad. Phil came up first. He, he looks tuckered. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything negative. Oh. Unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfollow. Um. Bye, Felicia. You bring that one back. <laughs> um. Uh, on, I need to say something about your spelling, about the person's spelling. Back to hey, that's just like angry typing, right? Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Ugh. Look at this chick just with her thong bent over. It makes me want to watch you again and again. That's a lot, right? Yeah, fucking thumbs up. That's about you. Thumbs up. Yeah, give myself a thumbs up. <laughs> on the um, on the uh, Illuminati uh, text thread. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people think it's funny when I laugh at my own post because I, I'll type something out and then I'll put ha 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 on top of it. But I do laugh at my own <laughs> shit sometimes when like I, I'll I'll text something and I'll start laughing. Yeah, it's good. Tell yeah, you know it's a good a good post. Yeah. Caller, hi. Hey, is Tyson still on? No, no. Fuck, you missed it. Damn. Oh, I mean, yeah. it. <clears throat> did you on, have Seth. did you have someone who had a stroke in your family or anything good like that? Oh no, no, that was a pretty cool story though. That Tyson man just, just touching people's lives and you not know it. Yeah, that is mm -hmm. cool. But no, I was just gonna say hi, man. Talk to an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, smart. All right. Well, uh, he'll be on again. I'll put the phone number up again. Yeah. But now, yeah, I was just uh, savvy. I didn't realize this. Uh, I've been watching your podcast for a couple of months now. Yeah. Um, but I've become a big fan, dude. Oh, good. I, 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 it would be awesome if we could put on just one new listener every single day. How did you get turned on to it? Uh, to CrossFit. Okay, through all yeah, the promotion CrossFit does for me. CrossFit.com <laughs> they have me on the front page. Yeah, right. No, like of course at work, man, I, I I watch YouTube all the time. So it's it's podcasts all day, every day. Um, but I've seen you've had Josh on and Rich and all of them just just listen to that, man. Just it's pretty cool. All right, awesome. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh spread spread, spread the word. Make me rich. Make me rich. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, yeah, I wish I could find ninety thousand dollars YouTube just had out for me, you know. God, crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But no, the biggest thing, man, I just want to give Tyson a thumbs up for being a real dude. You yeah. know, being 
the level he's at and just staying real to who he is. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, crazy conviction. Yeah. He, I'm stealing yeah. that word. He said that from about himself one time. I said something. He goes, "I just have conviction," and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna start using that word. I like that word." He has conviction. Like I have, like I kind of have some conviction around my ribeye right now. <laughs> Doing ribeye yeah. day three. Nice. Yeah. No, that's we, my son just finished up his uh, freshman year of football. Um, he was a starting quarterback for the varsity team. You know, I got oh, on Tyson. Shit. Yeah, I got on Tyson a few weeks ago when you had him on, and I was like, dude, my son's name's Jackson. I was like, dude, let's let's check out Tyson. He does CrossFit, all that, and you know we're into that. And so, you know, we we've, we've been keeping up with him. So you know, definitely wish him the best. Hey, um, it's so funny, right? I mean, I'm an old man now, but but it, it still sounds so funny. Like, hey, what's your secret to success? Well, I just work hard and I didn't do drugs. I didn't yeah, drink after school. Yeah. You're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the recipe hasn't changed. You're just and, like, you know, what the I, fuck? I caught a little bit of Tyson while ago when he asked that. Or when I guess somebody asks, you know, what's the key to success, man? A lot of these kids don't want to work hard. Like you said, it's, they want this one hit wonder and I'm there. They don't see all the hard work that goes behind that success that these NFL guys have done. Hey, um, uh, it, it, uh, that was a, I, I had forgotten that phenomenon that you just mentioned about hard work isn't cool. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's so crazy. My kids, uh, my kids are still young, but they don't know that yet. You know what I mean? They're not embarrassed to work hard. They they like, they love um. They love all that shit. They they still like working yeah. hard, but but that is a true phenomenon. Like somehow it's embarrassing if you have to work hard for something. You know what's crazy too? That's one of those things that no one ever actually thinks. Um. You could wear you could wear an ugly dress, and you could think it's ugly, and other people could think it's ugly. Right. Or some people could think it's cool, but you're not sure. People have different opinions, but nobody besides the person who's embarrassed that they're working hard thinks it's hard. Like no one on the outside's like that guy's a tool for working hard. No one ever thinks yeah. that. Everyone's like, oh, that dude can dance and he's out there showing his shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We're such insecurity, such a weird phenomenon of being a human being, isn't it? Mm. Oh, big time, dude. That's what I've told my son, you know, 14 starting varsity. I was like, dude, you're going to have so many haters for you. And like, he, dude, he has worked so hard to be at that position. And uh, I was like, man, just go out there and do your thing. Don't, don't listen to the crowd. Said, you go out there and show them what you can do. And at the end of the day, you know, you be you and be true. And you know, it's, it paid off. And he erases and he erases his social media app from his phone. Mm -hmm. It's like, fuck, yeah. dude, no duh. That, I mean, it, it's all just simple shit, but he cracked the code on it. That's it, man. This, especially at, at Tyson's level, man, you can't listen to the outside. Right. No way. Mm -hmm. All right, but man. Cool. Yeah, I want to call in. Love the show, dude. I'll I'll try to catch Tyson next week. Okay, congrats on you. Congrats on the sun, dude. All right, man. Hey, just set. He 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 set two freshman state records. Damn. What state? Uh, Arkansas. Damn. Yep. Passing yards and passing touchdowns in a season. So crazy. What's his name? Jackson Benton. Jackson Benton. Awesome. All right, dude. Denton, uh, Denton. D-E-N-T-O-N. Denton. Yep. Sounds like a gunslinger. <laughs> oh, he was, man. 
He was. Check him out. Check him out on Twitter. All right, dude. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Tyson. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I've been embarrassed to work on the jujitsu dummy before and after class. I have to get over it. Yeah, how you work on the dummy? <laughs> how you working on that dummy, Heidi? <laughs> um, all right. Anything else? Nope. That's well, it. I'm, I'm going to go pack. I have to pack all this, a bunch of my podcast shit, the mobile podcast set. Um, I got nothing. Do you have all your stuff packed ready? No. Some scramble. <laughs> scramble a little bit. I got okay. to remember to bring this phone too. Yeah. I'm just looking around and seeing what else I need to bring. You should get like a checklist for when you travel with the stuff. Okay, Jay. Oh, that wasn't nice, Sevy. <laughs> that wasn't nice. Hey, I didn't even really, I didn't even really unpack from last time. <laughs> Packing ribeyes. <laughs> I'm not packing ribeyes. I'm a little concerned on what's going to happen here. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat one now, and then I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, oh, that's going to be the hard part. No, Let's no, I'm sticking to that diet. I'm pretty crazy about packing. I would actually pack for her. I pack for the boys. I pack for myself. I would pack for her if she let me. I'm. I have some issues like that. No, I don't put my underwear. Jake Chapman, do you put your underwears, uh, underwear in your shoes now? Hold on, I had this one more comment. Oh, this one right here. It was about the L3. Susa, have you done the L3 test, level three CrossFit test, or know anyone who skipped the L1 and L2 and went straight to the L3? I don't. Oh, because I think you can actually do that if you have other certifications. Um, that you've kept up on and that you've worked on. But no, I don't know anybody who's done that. And I have not done the L3 test. I'm not. I kept telling myself I was going to. Also, I think you have to go to like a testing center for that and put an uh, application. And then you have to get somebody that signs off on all your uh, stuff that you met all the prerequisites. But no, I haven't taken that. Actually, so remember I told you I have to go get my L2? I think yeah. I have to go this yeah. weekend. Well, I mean... If you don't, your insurance won't come up. And the worst thing that's going to happen to you is you'll get a letter saying, hey, can you do it again? Yeah. Yeah. But all of them, I'd ha I don't want to, I don't want to travel for it. So there's one this weekend in Sacramento and then there's not Are one. You doing it? Are you doing it? So you're going to go do it? I think I have to. Yeah. Why? Damn, I so would fucking love what weekend are you doing at this? I would so love, I wonder if you went, if I could go and film it. Well, you'll be in Scottsdale. I know, but I wonder if you didn't do that one. I should ask Dave, hey, if Sousa does this L2, can I tag along and film it? Well, that would be awesome. And then That ask would him, be crazy awesome. Ask him if I could get a little leeway on the exploration a little bit. But yeah, I um, yeah, I just figured I'd get this one because all the other ones that are, I just don't have anything near me within 
the next hey, couple months. Starts you know what's crazy out. too? You know what kind of sucks? I didn't think, but now they don't. They don't even have to do as much marketing for the. I mean, I don't know what marketing they did anyway. They don't have to do any advertising or showcasing of the level two because now everyone has to take it. Yeah, but they still should. Yeah, I agree. Like, do you believe that fifty? I well. They say 50% of uh, uh, affiliate owners have their L2, but I bet you less than 5% of the people who've taken the L1 take the L2. That you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, they should be selling all the L1, the L2, like crazy. Should be advertising that like crazy, whether you're into CrossFit or not. I remember when I first got my L1, they were like, how many people have in here have done CrossFit before? And like, you know, uh, half, like 40% or so of the room, um, or excuse me, how many people have never done CrossFit before? And about 30 or 40% of the room raised their hand. They're like, no, I, I'm in personal training space or I do this and I really want to get the certification. I've heard a lot about it and everything else. I wonder now what that is. <laughs> Wait, is this your yeah. current account? Yeah, I just while you were talking about it, I was going to go to the CrossFit training uh, um, page. Uh, Seven, we've oh. we've suspended your account. You have 180 days left to appeal, or we'll permanently disable your account. Fuck. We what? Uh, your account or activity on it doesn't follow our community guidelines or in account integrity and authentic authentic identity. What? We made how we made this decision. Dude. Our technology found your account or activity on it doesn't follow our rules. As a result, a member of our team took action. We use the same rules around the world and for everyone on Instagram. Well, that's a lie. That's a fucking <laughs> Jesus. Holy shit. And the fact checkers determined that's a lie. Wow. Oh, fuck. That was the only thing I had more than of Hiller. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy that is great uh, oh yeah shit so all my dms are toast that sucks wow you know it's crazy okay uh appeal um p q x y Q N. I have to put next <laughs> email. S E V A N M A T. No, Jeffrey, that's not the original account. That's his current account. <laughs> account number two. Yeah, my other account's toast. They sent it. Con it's crazy. Just to appeal, I have to jump through all these. Uh, uh, um damn that's crazy right yeah i wonder what i i wonder what what the straw was that broke the camel's back damn you got to enter in a lot of shit before you even get to the appeals process oh the oh, one six three I've had to, I, I had, they had to send a special code to my email, to my phone number. I had to punch in the numbers that I saw on the screen that were written all squiggly. Oh, we're reviewing your info. 
Oh, okay. Wow. I guess um I guess I should take a picture of all this shit. Um Crazy, dude. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Oh, did you... So do, are we going to find a time to have Fern on? Yeah. We'll do them next weekend. Crazy. Because I won't be doing the... um The other one, not that date, at the 16th. That it was in like a, another spot down south, close to like Santa Barbara. And then when I went back to go register for that one, I guess it was sold out because it was gone. That's another thing. Here's another deal. When you guys have those shirts on there and they're sold out, they should stay on there and they should stay sold out. Why do they not? No, like at least this one. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't sold out. Maybe they had to take it off or other reasons i don't know about but if if i didn't see any that said sold out and i remember going back back in the day and you would scroll through and it would be like sold out sold out or like registration closed or whatever it was and that always created like that tension of like oh these are selling out fast or a bunch of people are attending these i need to sign up should definitely keep that yeah they don't have that anymore i just think that they're just not selling out fast anymore that could be the issue at least i didn't see it i could be wrong maybe it's still on there and they just don't sell out as quickly but it didn't look like it i think the one i was going to go to was in like i forget the name do i care that my account oh you know what sucks about my account getting um fucked is just all all the shit i had with my kids up there yeah damn um well, I have another, for those of you who give a shit, I just launched another account. Um, yeah, Cave Dastro, that's it. Exactly. I I have another account. It's, um... Oh, log out? So, I don't want to log out, sub on Insta. Yeah, I guess I can't even get on Instagram at all now. I don't know what's going on. All right. I was going to show this. Um, I wonder if I can still pull stuff up on from Instagram. So I can't even get on Instagram now. Wow. Because I have like five other accounts. Don't share them all on here if you don't want to see. No, everyone knows them already, I think. Oh, okay. Let me see. Uh... <laughs> Indicate says their technology was offended. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy that it says their technology. Something went wrong. Oh, we're reviewing your info. If we can't, your account will be permanently disabled. If we can confirm your info, you'll be able to use Instagram again. If we, So now it says we're reviewing your info. It usually takes us around a day. I didn't even get to appeal. Any, like I didn't get to type anything out. Like what my appeal was. It just says, we're reviewing your info. It usually takes us around a day. We'll notify you when the review is finished. If we can confirm your info, you'll be able to use this Instagram again. If we can't, your account will be permanently disabled. What do you mean confirm my info? It made it sound like you weren't a real person or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Hey, did you see that comment that I brought up when Tyson on the show? Uh, Davis Mills. <clears throat> I wonder if that was actually Davis Mills. Who's Davis Mills? He's a a quarter the quarterback for the uh, Houston Texans. Oh, what did he say? Did I read it? No, I I like threw it up there for a second, but it just said he was just like, commenting on his hair. Oh, how did you know? How did you know it was a quarterback? Well, I just saw the helmet in. Oh, the, I saw that helmet. too. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I wonder if that's legit or something else. So I just like <clears throat> threw the name in there, and it popped up. And he's tw he's twenty five years old, Houston Texas quarterback, but he had a forty nine er helmet on in that thing. So I maybe it just was a coincidence of the name, but damn it, it looked like that might have been him. If I was more confident that it was, I would have like made a bigger deal of it, but I don't want to do that. And uh. Jake Chapman, this show is like an orgy where no women have shown up. So it's just a load of lads sitting around talking and waiting. Jeez. Disgusting. Sounds like a high school parties. <laughs> Who All right. The girls? They're coming. They're not coming. All right. Another account down. <sighs> oh, he isn't playing on either, either of those teams? Okay. Maybe I had that all wrong. Christian said he isn't playing any of those teams. Okay, okay. Um. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm looking at the Illuminati thread. Someone wrote, God, this is... Everyone pour one out for Sevon Rinsta. Gone again. <laughs> Oh. Did you see the one right above that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. The someone's already from CrossFit is reposted. Um see, and Dan said they weren't listening. Man, he really is a he really is a hardcore CrossFitter. Is he hey, it's kind of good. I was gonna rip on that. Um I was gonna I was gonna pull up the post. There's there's some country manager out there who's like, um, I'm here for everyone to make appointments with. Come make an appointment with me. And now he has a post up saying my calendar's full. So now he's got like a group Zoom call. He's like, come on, douche. Uh, all right. Cool. How, what's up? Good morning. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, buddy. I, yeah, I thought about going to the Scottsdale one, but I just don't want to spend money on having to like fly out somewhere. Sacramento's close enough that I would just drive and get a hotel room for one night. Catch a flight with me. Oh, yeah. So so my account is gone. It says no post yet. Someone sent me a screenshot of it. Yeah, I saw that too. I got douched. Crazy. Hi. It doesn't matter. All right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Greg Glassman on tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's going to be a little weird. I'm switching time zones. I'm switching locations. And then um, uh, Rich Froning the next day. Um, make sure, oh, oh, there was one more thing I was thinking about, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this yet. I don't know who I should promote anymore and who I shouldn't. I'm kind I'm kind of, I kind of reach my wits end. Putting energy into D bags. Hmm. Oh, I don't even see it. Oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, I don't see it. Okay. 
All right, guys. Uh, no, I can't say it because I don't see it yet. I thought I thought there was something online that I had heard about, but I don't see it. All right. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Uh, 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 I get it, someone. I'm a DB. I've made peace with it. What's a DB? Anyone can tell me what a DB is? A DB. Douchebag? Douchebag? Double barreled? Double barrel. Do oh, oh. No, I I don't think you're a douchebag. Weird as fuck, but not a douchebag. <laughs> All right, see you there, Cave. I don't know how anyone's gonna get in touch with me. If you don't have my phone number, you're kind of fucked. Defensive back? Dumbbell? Uh, no, good guy would be GG. He's a GG helping. No, he's a DB. <laughs> Bye, Jeffrey. Bye-bye.